0: I'm WWE Hall of Famer
1: Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast, Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody. It's Current Point next year here with your boy. It's Bob. And we're back. And today, we're talking about WrestleMania, Raw After Mania, SmackDown After Mania, and the superstar shake up, pop! You're not allowed to go to Iceland ever again. I'll add it more today on what?
2: Small package. Enough with the fake banter. Let's just do this. First things first. NXT it. TakeOver New Orleans happened. And was it the best WWE brand show ever produced? Possible. Quite possibly. It is Holy fuck, you guys. NXT TakeOver New Orleans was amazing. You're, you're mispronouncing. It was NXT TakeOver. Orleans. Now. Uh, yeah, it was, it the show was, the show was absolutely bonkers. Level, really. It started with what I would say match of the night, uh, as the six man ladder match between EC3, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, Adam Cole, Killian Dane, the Velveteen. and Velveteen Dream and it was fucking amazing. Oh my god, you guys, this is what professional wrestling is about. Is this fucking NXT show. That that
1: match in and of itself, the, the six man tag.
2: That oh, and first off, you mean six man six ladder. ladder.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm so it's WWE product, but
2: right. I'm so used six to six man tag is so grand.
1: Uh, man opening the show with that ladder match was a bold
2: choice because
1: it already had match of the night potential. And to open It had match, show of, with the it, it had match
2: of the weekend potential, and I think it arguably took it. It had match of the year potential, and it's it true. could be. It could uh, be. It was fantastic. Um, Ultimately, Adam Cole, baby, was the first man on top. Which was crazy to me because he was going to be in the tag championship match later. Uh-huh. So
1: that was definitely interesting. Um, you know, great match. Some hellacious spots. There were some spots in that match that made me hurt watching at home.
2: Yeah, no, like the the I forget who it was on, but Velveteen I think it was on Ricochet, where he did the cartwheel AA on the ladder setup. I was worried as fuck. Not just for Adam. Yeah, and, and and took them um, a minute to like get it set up and everything. I thought it was gonna collapse on him. Oh, and- I was really worried about Velveteen losing his footing on those rungs because he's now using them
1: as his foothold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, please don't slip. You know, so easy to slip in between a rung, roll an ankle. But so far, it seems like everyone got out unscathed, relatively. Yeah. I mean, bruised. Oh, I'm sure. sure. Jesus. Some crazy spots. Ricochet also. Welcome to NXT. Uh
2: big
1: Big debut for him and EC3. Um, Later in the night, there was a tag championship triple threat between Undisputed Era, Authors of Pain, and Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Um and undisputed era leaves
2: with the belts, but, but there's a huge asterisk as to why. Yes. Uh, so it looked like uh Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong were about to do it, and then Strong turns on Dunne, Uh, gets co- uh, grabs Adam Cole's dead body or. Kyle O'Reilly's dead body, one of them, uh, and pulls him over, puts him on top for the one, two, three, and then he pulls out an Undisputed Era armband, slips it on himself, revealing himself to be the new member of the Undisputed Era.
1: It, it really feels like they're going for kind of a Bullet clubby vibe. It's slightly. A little bit. I'm okay with it. Thanks, Google Home. Um, we also had... A women's championship match between, and I'm going to get it right this time. Shayna Baszler didn't get it right, but that's okay. It's Baszler. <laughs> I was closer than I've ever been, and you and you had to correct me. I know it's your job, but aren't we friends, <laughs> Baszler? I was so close. I I just I usually say what Blazer, yeah, or Blazler. Uh-huh. I usually say false sorts of fucked up shit.
2: Uh, But she won. She beat Ember Moon. Yeah, new champion. And uh, that will, spoilers, have implications later on. And uh, Andrade
1: Cien Alma put his title on the line against Aleister Black in what was a very, very good
2: match. It was a really good All match. All the matches on
1: the show were very
2: Right? Good. I mean, there's literally no down match. Like, it just is, it's tough
1: to be a good or great match on a card that had amazing matches.
2: Literally two five-star matches from uh, Dave Meltzer. Is that
1: the first time for a WWE show ever?
2: For two? Yeah. I think. Two-in-one show, yes. Um, and then we close. And now oh. Johnny Gargano has joined only two other WWE wrestlers as having two five-star matches in WWE. Who's the other one? Uh, the other two are Bret Hart mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels. Okay. Punk has one. I know Punk has one. Yeah, he
1: had Cena. Cena Punk Money in the Bank 2011. Yeah,
2: I don't know if he. I don't think he had another one. Obviously not, since that's just what I said. I think he might have had one in a different promotion, though. <laughs> he could have had one in ROH, or
1: but something. not two in WWE. No. Yeah, uh, and we closed out the show with Johnny Gargano and
2: Tomasa Ciampa in a no. Nuh-uh. we closed out the show with the do- with the NXT title match. Did that close out the show? No, didn't it ended. The show ended with the NXT show ended, but then this match just happened to happen because it's unsanctioned. Is what I'm oh. trying to make a dumb joke. About. I was like so confused because <sighs> I was like, I watched
1: the show. This was the last match. Yeah, I feel you. It's unsanctioned. Uh, Champa, Gargana, Gagana, and uh, you know Johnny Wrestling. If you lost, banned. Forever from WWE. Uh, But that didn't happen. Ciampa lost. And and, uh, Gargano's back, baby. Gargano got the big win. He got the W. And, uh, I mean, overall, just absolutely fantastic show. And, uh, why, hello. It's Jeff and Nico of the Intune podcast. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Hey. Invading what, what is this? It's, it's an, an invasion, invasion angle. angle. Oh, no. i W O I'm assuming that I mean it has cut to cut a promo. It has to be that Jeff is diesel and Nico is 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 uh razor remote, right?
2: We heard that you guys are doing a podcast about wrestling, but we know that there can only be one podcast on the internet, so we came here, brother, to take over. We're going to take your microphones and make them all goopy with all kinds of liquids. Whoa.
1: Please don't. They're (laughs) rentals. (laughs) I'm kidding. I own them. But also, please still don't make them goopy. I don't want to know know with what. That's not even a question I'm going to get into. Um, Holy shit.
2: Well, hi guys, make yourselves at home. Uh, so anyway, we could probably have devoted an entire episode just, just to talking that. about NXT TakeOver, but we can't because now we have much. to go to WrestleMania. Uh,
1: and so real quick, I just want to throw out there that for the the takeover predictions, I'm not getting into the full scores yet, but for the takeover predictions,
2: you and I came to a uh, dead even tie. We can't, Yeah, it was uh, kind of impressive, and, it, and especially because it wasn't. It, you, yeah, it was not the, the same, same thing. Yeah. We, we just happened up, to tie. Uh
1: uh and and friend of the show KT did not predict NXT so he got no NXT predictions however friend of the show and co-worker of half of the show Phil Martinez got us with 44 points
2: bam Hit us big, big points 10 10 up on us yeah. after NXT yeah
1: it, uh, it, you know it is what it is we uh we gave it a valiant effort but we just couldn't cut it so uh, I guess real quick on to WrestleMania, and we'll, we'll we'll fly through a lot of this, but what we thought about it. Uh, opening up the show, Men's Battle Royale.
2: Interesting. I mean, and it was whatever. It, it, it uh, was the only Battle thing Royale. that it sets up is that Bray is now working with Matt Hardy, and Bray is Which now a Woken-type character. I enjoyed it.
1: I definitely enjoyed that moment. I kind of wish they had held him off TV until... I, I mean... In my heart, Summerslam, but at least until Backlash. Yeah, but they brought it anyway, back at Mania. Is he's here, is, and they're going forward with that. Women uh, next, we had the Cruiserweight Championship match, which Solid I match.
2: thought it was going to be match of the night, but it was just okay. TBQH. It was, it was, I mean, I thought it was a pretty, pretty good match for a pre-show match. It was great
1: for if it had been on the main card, it would have been, it would have been good. But I mean. It was a solid match, and Cedric got the win. Yeah,
2: I just felt like those two guys could have done something better. They
1: really could could have, but honestly, the other thing you have to remember is is that in their minds, knowing they're on the kickoff show and that they're limited on time, they're trying to get in certain spots, they're trying to get in certain things. If they had just had a you know a no hard limit on their time, uh-huh. they probably could have developed a lot more in that match. But it's also face on face, so also true. Um, women's battle royale. Uh, Sasha
2: and Bailey did wind up getting into it. Bailey eliminated Sasha, and we mm-hmm. thought that was the end. Thought that was the end, but then Naomi had actually never been eliminated and threw out Bailey.
1: Surprise, Naomi!
2: I am going. I am getting over a cold, so I I can't really hit the notes
1: today. And so it's just that uh, it was okay. This is what I mean, it was a fun pop for Naomi. Maybe, yeah. No. Uh, I don't remember chronologically how this all went down because the card felt like an eternity the first was uh ic wasn't it yes they opened with the ic match uh rollins i mean i'm not going to go into details on everyone but just real quick on the entrances for this rollins came out in what i can only describe as game of thrones night walker
2: oh it was it was
1: was totally the icy guys the the i think they're called they're not walkers that's walking dead um the White Walkers, are White they? Walkers, yeah. yeah. He came out in like... I said. I don't even watch the show, dog, and I know, I know this shit. I said Nightwalker at first. He came out in like White Walker cosplay with the like gray armor and the blue contacts. Kind of threw me for a loop. A little creepy, but... Um, but also kind of cool. And then like Steampunk Miz. It was like Miz had been hanging out with Becky Lynch for too long.
2: Yeah, it was whatever. Uh,
1: and then Finn came out in his LGBTQ Balor Club is for Everyone shirts uh, and knee-high rainbow socks. And the internet harshly divided on that one. On the one side you got people saying, Hey, hey, cool. He's like inclusive everyone. And the other side, bigots. Anyway, so uh that match was was pretty good. It was weird that Miz was kind of teasing a face turn the entire time, sending the Miz to the back voluntarily. Um it was a pretty good match. Man, there's some really great moments in it in the end. Seth Rollins is your new intercontinental champion. You're and uh it was, it was a, I had a lot of fun with that match. Good it was time. okay. Um I believe next was the, the women's the women's women's smackdown, S- smackdown which
2: was my personal match of the night.
1: <laughs> I gotta I gotta hand it to you, Bob. I think that that's I think that that's correct. I think that if if Ru, if Ruru had pulled out the US championship match That match wasn't a good match. It would have changed everything about it, but they didn't let him get as much offense in and he wound up being you know But it
2: wasn't any Special of a match. It would have been. It would have that been was, been my heart That was match the quality. The night. It would have the been the quality of that match, match was, was like any given SmackDown main event. Sure. However,
1: if Rusev, I'm oh, sorry, go if Rusev had won, it would have been my match of the Sench.
2: That's really sad. Match of the Sench? Anyway, can we just go on with this? Uh, yes. The women put on the match of the night. It was, it was fucking awesome. Knock down, drag out, fight, and. Then we finally get the shattering of Asuka's streak at the hands of Charlotte Flair By submission, no less. By submission, no less. There was also some blood in that match. Someone got busted open. I think Charlotte's arm got busted
1: open. There was a decent amount of blood going on in that finish. And at the end, Asuka grabs the mic and we're like, what's going to happen? And she goes, Charlotte was ready for Asuka. They hug. At this point, at this point, something crazy happens. Right, and John so, Cena runs backstage. So John Cena had been sitting in the crowd the whole night, like uh, as a fan, as he said he was going to. And it was a little distracting that they kept cutting to camera angles of John reacting
2: to the matches. Yeah, and
1: like sitting there drinking a beer and stuff. At one point, they cut to him, and he was talking to somebody in the front row. And they harsh cut back to the match, like, oh, never mind. John's talking; he's not watching the match. And uh, a ref comes running down the ring, right in the middle of the uh, of the Charlotte celebration. And is like, yo, John! And then whispers something to him. And John goes, M- your time is up. My time is now. And runs right past Asuka and right past Charlotte backstage. Oh, is the Undertaker here? Um, from there, I think we did get the US title match. Was that the next match I on the card? I think third? so. Um, so we got the United States Championship Fatal 4-Way. And uh, Cinder Mahal won. Yeah. Which honestly kind of felt like a way to get the belt onto Jeff Hardy later, in retrospect. It just felt like a transition.
2: Spoilers, bro. Yeah,
1: I know. I'm going to jump in that order. And Um, it was a match. I wish it was better.
2: But that's where we are. And Uh, now we start to see the... Wait, no. Not yet. But soon we'll start to see the decline of WrestleMania's card. uh, Next week, I think we got the mixed tag. Which is the second highlight of the night for oh me oh my god this was a, a, it wasn't like a great technical match but it was fun no, no. fun fun it was fun. a great
1: wrestling entertainment match
2: it was perfect entertainment, sports entertainment it, sports
1: entertainment the value 100% there in that match and i got to be honest a little little quick aside it made mike smile
2: and you know mike anything that mike gets actually happy about is something For that wrestling. everyone else For wrestling right mike's bar of becoming happy is that where everyone else would put like an 8 out of 10 it's so just it's just
1: cuz he is the without him having died reincarnation of jim cornette and that's okay mike mike thinks differently about what wrestling should be and this match made him pop and he was going in calling ronda lousy ronda Ro- r- lousy yeah. and uh he was not into her and by the end of that, he said, Wow, she proved me wrong. She actually she hanged and she she hung well. Um we got a lot of intergender spots. Uh-huh. Oh man. Rhonda picking up and putting him in a fireman's carry, triple H was intense. Obviously, Steph pulled him down, but what a moment that was. I thought he was gonna get like a go to sleep or something from her. Um She showed a lot of strength, and also, once she was in the ring, the whole smiling, happy-to-be-here thing wiped. Uh Uh-huh. And she was a badass bitch who was there to kill. Right,
2: and she looked pretty good in the ring. Oh, yeah. Like
1: There was, early on, it was hard to tell. I know there's so many
2: people who were preemptively saying she can't wrestle, having never seen her wrestle, but I mean... She trained. She worked for it. She did it. It looks pretty good. She looked pretty good out there. There was a
1: handful of spots early on where it was hard to tell if it was her or Steph, but someone was fucking up a couple of moves. But it got sorted out very quickly and turned into an awesome match. Also, Triple H came to the ring in a motorcade of motorcycles. Mm -hmm. Um, Led by Biker Chicks. Biker Chicks. It was a fun match. Uh, And in the end, we got Steph getting her arm snapped off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next was... Uh, SmackDown tags? No, that came later. Sm- there, we have SmackDown tags left. Uh-huh. The yes versus yet match, um, and I know that the card ended with
2: the Rock Roman ta- Raw tags, and uh-huh. then the smack the Raw women Raw women's. So, in that case, it's got to be the SmackDown SmackDown tags.
1: tags. So SmackDown tags was a very quick match. Uh, yeah, Brothers, it was like four minutes. Bludgeon Brothers
2: got the titles. It was oh a, and, and the Cena squash and the Cena stuff. All right, uh, so, which uh, another three minute match. But the lead up to that was really good.
1: So Cena comes out. He's like, "Hey, I'm here to fight the Undertaker." He hangs in the ring for a while. Nothing happens. Everyone's like, "What the fuck? Where's Undertaker?" The lights go out. Everyone freaks out. Ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Elias comes out. He got so much heat because everyone wanted to take her. Mm-hmm. John Cena beat the fuck out of him. Finally, John Cena's dicking off in the ring. Undertaker's still out there. He goes to leave, and then the lights go out, and they come back, and it's a spotlight on the Undertaker's hat gloves that he left in the ring when Roman beat him last year. And then the crazy 90s lightning strikes happen, Uh and all of a sudden, Undertaker just appears. It was great. And then he squashed John Cena in a very... uh, Cena worked real hard to make that look good and there was like a spot where Undertaker missed him by like a foot with his leg yeah and no pun intended and Cena took the bump anyway and he got beaten three minutes and you know what fuck it Undertaker like you said he didn't go out on his back he went out on top except he's not out because then they fucking announced that he's in a fucking casket match at the greatest Royal Rumble which we'll fucking get to uh, I don't know what is going on anymore Bob this shit is crazy life never ends then now forever. Uh, then now, we never get to leave. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Uh, Yes versus Yep, I think, was yeah. next. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus KO and Sami Zayn. I predicted Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon winning, and everyone said that's impossible because they're not going to keep KO and Sami fired. But they did it. And it starts off with... Daniel Bryan getting power bombed on the outside, and it's like, oh no, he's not going to finish the match, which got KO so much heat.
2: Yeah, but it also killed the fucking match. It did. Hurt when you the go match like, body. hey, Daniel Bryan's back. Hey, Daniel Bryan's back. Hey, Daniel Bryan's back. Oh, let's do a fake stretcher spot so he's not actually in half this match, and that's how we start the match. And Shane Carey did. Then as well you go, oh. But he did come back. And it's a fucking stretcher spot, okay? How many times is WWE going to do that fucking dumb spot? We know what it is, WWE. By this point in time, you're not fooling us. We know they're going to come back. It's just just infuriating.
1: Then. Now. Forever.
2: Like... Uh, From
1: now on, whenever it's a spot that we're like, why are they doing this? Why do they continue to do this? I'm just going to play the... the Doom, doom,
2: doom, doom. doom. (laughs) (laughs)
1: every time that we're ever like why are they continuing to do this i'm just gonna play that in post now on the podcast uh it was an aria match and daniel bryan got the offense at the end he didn't have to take many bumps other than a brutal power bomb on the apron (laughs) the
0: hardest part of the ring bob
1: and uh and then we got a match and daniel bryan and, and and uh I just got a message from you for, from 30 minutes ago saying I do not. So Facebook Facebook messenger on top of it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So we got the raw women's match and Nia Jax won. Yep. But it went over five minutes. So good job. And, and she got some, you know, some really cool spots in there. Yeah. And she's getting
2: big fucking face pops. So
1: middle rope, avalanche, Samoan drop or whatever it was that, Mm -hmm. that move was nuts. Some cool offense in there. Um, and Alexa Bliss put over Nia, and I think that leads us to the raw tag team match. Yeah, oddest moment of the night, just absolutely head scratchingly. What I I, I, didn't I hate it, but it just was. Weird. I didn't like it. I I can't tell if I I don't want to say I didn't I don't want to say I didn't like it because you know I like fun goofy stuff, but you but know this was just we're waiting for Ellsworth. Some of us are waiting for Samoa Joe. Some of us are waiting for Big Show. Some of us are waiting for fucking Kane. Like we're like who's cast is, somebody? Yeah, who is going to be the Braun Strowman's tagging partner? And then he just goes, "I'm going to get somebody from the audience." And I went, like, "Okay, cool. We're getting a Santino Marella type debut." Mm-hmm. Which, if you've never watched that, Santino Marella's debut was fucking awesome. Like it was really cool. You know, Vince was like, "Oh, you know, my champ Omega is going to put up the uh, Intercontinental Championship." In is in a show in Milan, and he's just like, who wants to fight him? And Santino was an unknown, mm-hmm. and he's just in the front row. So when he picks him and brings him into the ring, and obviously there was outside interference, but he winds up winning the IC belt in his debut, and it was he was a plant. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a huge pop. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, Santino type situation. There's some guy at NXT who hasn't been on TV tapings, who they've been working, and they're going to bring some guy in, and he's going to get some offense in on the bar. That'd be great. And then he chooses a, like an eight year old
2: child. Yeah. A 10 year old kid who turns
1: out to be the son of one of the refs. Yeah. Um, and w- well, you know, obviously they don't point that out. So no one's saying shit about it. WrestleMania night. Cause they're all like, is this make a wish? And no one wants to be the guy to say this is dumb. If it was a make a wish, mm-hmm. no one, I, even if we had found out it was a make a wish right now, we'd be saying, and in the moment of the night. Braun Strowman made an eight-year-old cancer patient's dreams come true when he was had his hand raised as the Raw Tag Team Champion, Nicholas. But, because it was a ref son, we can say, that was kind of shit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was cute when Bron's, like, holding the ropes, and the kid's just like, I don't
2: know what to do. And he holds the... And then he steps to the middle and separates the middle top. He's like, get in there! Also, he took, like, a pretty long time, like, running around the arena. To find him. Looking for him. And it was just like, okay, fucking move on. What if it's
1: because he forgot what section he was sitting in, and Bron just went to the wrong section? Maybe. But Um, still weird.
2: Yes. Anyway,
1: anyway, and so you know, Stroman-
2: Strowman and Nicholas win, making Nicholas officially the youngest <laughs> champion in in WWE history. What?
1: and I think that that leaves us with just one match to cover. The Universal Championship match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns was a
2: foregone conclusion. And, of course, now we have Roman Reigns as the Universal record scratch. Brock
1: wins? (coughs) And it only took him six F5s or some
2: shit? God, this match was just sloppy and just bad if we and can, the crowd fucking oh, turned man. on it if we the story can, of this match is crowd. how is the crowd and how they were chanting this is awful and bullshit and R- CM R- Punk Rusev Day. and Rusev Day and they busted out a bunch of beach balls and
1: contraband those were forbidden at Wrestlemania 34. yeah well they still
2: made it in yep and uh, Which I love
1: how Kevin Dunn played with the camera angles and pumped up the crowd volume when they were cheering for the beach balls and booing because the beach balls got taken mm-hmm. because it just happened to coincide with moments of the match. So I was like, oh, the crowd's really into it all of a sudden. No, they weren't. They were watching beach balls. But I will say this. The pop when Brock Lesnar got the three count was kind of insane. Yes. I mean, it was not CM Punk money to make 2011 pop. It wasn't like, you know, brother love pop, but it was like it was big. It was a big pop for for Brock Lesnar winning. Well, yeah, because also,
2: nobody was expecting that. Roman on once the- Roman kicked out of the first F5, a move which we've seen over the past year eliminate everyone with just one. Maybe t- Undertaker took like two or
1: three. But-, but
2: I don't that's not within the last year in all fairness. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the Last it. year we've, he, we've seen him beat Samoa Joe. We've seen him beat Braun Strowman. We've seen him beat Roman Reigns yeah. with one F five. Not tonight. Also, uh Roman came
1: in at about a point six on the Muda scale. <laughs> uh he got busted open hard way uh with that knuckle spot when Brock took his glove off and was mm-hmm. like, okay. Uh, I don't think this is as good of a match as the WrestleMania 31 no won.
2: one match. WrestleMania thirty one was a better match for oh, sure. man. The
1: the moment when he sma- when he started just smacking Roman and and called him a bitch. I that was our Suplex City bitch, I think, even originated. From. I think so.
2: Um but uh yeah, Brock won and that was it.
1: Uh overall, what did you think of the card? Uh
2: it started strong, really liked it, and then after that mixed tag, I just didn't care.
1: Um I mean I had a lot of fun even at the end I had fun.
2: But the match quality
1: definitely ticked downward. Um but that being said, you know I still think that it, it overall was a was a fun night, it was a great experience. Um had some cool moments. Um not as many surprise uh, you know people showing up as I I thought there might have been. We did not get a rock. Um you know, we didn't get big cast coming back. We got a lot at Raw after Mania, but we did not get a lot Mm. at Mania in terms of surprises. That being said, I would still give this whole show probably, I would give it on the whole, like a rounded score of about a seven and a half out of ten. I was honestly thinking seven and a half as well. If I'm rating halves of the shows, the first half gets a nine.
2: I don't know if I'd go nine,
1: maybe I like mean, eight, five. The shock of Oscar streak eight. ending in that Charlotte match. Oh, we didn't even talk about Shinsuke Nakamura AJ Styles. Oh right, skipped. Shinsuke Nakamura loses in what was a match that kind of underwhelmed, underperformed.
2: Well, yeah, anything's gonna underwhelm when people are hyping it up as like match of the fucking century before it's even happened. Those two are capable,
1: but who got a better match than they did? But I think that it sets up a feud that will hopefully be. A great feud with great matches. It, yes, I, the match was not bad. It was a good match. It was just a little slower, very slow. It was much more in the Japanese style than mm-hmm. I think that kind of hurt it and at that crowd.
2: Yeah, and where it was in the card, like honestly, if that match went first, a people would fucking bitch nonstop about how they put right. the WWE Championship match first. But it probably would have flowed better for the show overall. Sure um. I can't believe we almost forgot about that
1: fucking match, dude. And it was a good match. Um, it ended with AJ winning, which a lot of people thought was the wrong call. However, they used I it. I
2: called it though, so suck it. Sure,
1: but I meant wrong call is in, like, you know, they should have put it on shit's Nuh-uh. game. But it was the right call. It was a great catalyst for him to punch AJ Styles right in the dick uh-huh. and go full heel turn. And I think that a heel Nakamura will be great because he has done great heel work in the past. And let's be honest, he just wasn't cl- quite clicking as a face. Yeah. For the mainstream WWE audience. So maybe give them a good heel run. Mm-hmm. And hey, think about how many people didn't work as a face, got great heel runs, became great faces. The mm-hmm. Rock, Austin, New Day. New Day, you know. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I, I would give I would probably give the first half of the card a nine, and the second half like a six and a half. All mm. right. Um which brings us to the predictions. And ladies and gentlemen, you're new. Small package podcast champion of the world, Corey, Earthquake, Poynexture, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to say that uh, I didn't get here alone. I'd like to uh, I'd like to thank my friends and family for believing in me. I'd like to uh, give a shout out to the big man upstairs, Bruno San Martino, Rest in Peace. Uh, Bob, you got thirty four on the NXT card, and you got. Uh, 123 on the WrestleMania predictions, giving him a grand total of 157 points. 157. Respectable. However, I also got 34 on the NXT, and I got a 141 on the WrestleMania card out of 312. Guess that's less respectable than I thought, but whatever. And we're finishing with 175. Now, also, we had friends over. Friend of the show, KT, got 107 points on his WrestleMania predictions. So he lost to both of us. He did not do NXT. Phil Martinez, he beat us on NXT. Did he beat us at Wrestle? Yes, he did. Yes. He did beat us big at win, WrestleMania. Big win for Phil. 133 points, putting him at 177. He beat me by two. Two points. It was close, but he got the edge. So, Phil, thank you very much. Golf clap for Phil. That was a weird that was a mouth. That clap. was a really weird mouth. That was a mouth clap. Uh So, Phil, congratulations. You can come pick up your reward at the small package office, buddy. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Bob, I want you to know that while I'm going to very much enjoy saying POD like the band from now on, uh-huh. I want you to know that I will be a gracious king. I will not let this go to my head. I have. I have and I, I am still going to buy you a pint of ice cream.
2: Oh, but I didn't want a pint of ice cream that's what that was your prize it I was, wanted an ice cream truck ice cream well then I will get you I will get you an ice cream truck ice cream as soon as it stops being winter here also because it is also still, like, i I present. assume we're doing this proper w w e style and I get my opportunity at a rematch. Where's my rematch clause? Uh, no, this is a more of a Finn Balor situation. Oh, it's <laughs> a universal title situation. Yeah, where I just is, don't get a rematch. No, clause. You,
1: you get one, but it's in like two years and <laughs> people have completely forgotten about the rematch you rode when we do it. You get a rematch, but just not a fucking backlash because Christ, dude, like, let me enjoy it for at least a couple weeks. You know, I'm bad at predictions and I lose all the fucking time. So let me at least enjoy it through backlash. We'll put it on the line for whatever the next pay per view is: TLC, Extreme
2: Rules, something like that. TLC is usually in December, but they've been switching it up. Well, anyway. Yeah, they're now dual branded on all new sh- ones. Anyway, so we got we got a uh, it's Raw after
1: Mania. But real quick, as an aside, so this this greatest Royal Rumble thing is just getting out of control. We need to call Mari.
2: Well, let's, let's get Out to that. Of control. Let's get to that. Let's- you want to do Raw first? We have two Raws and two SmackDowns. I'm breezing through this. I'm not even, like, okay, so... To be honest, I can't really think of much that really happened on the... Like, Samoa Joe came back on Raw okay. after Mania. Raw after Mania had Samoa Joe coming back. We had a bunch of
1: debuts and arrivals that night on Raw after Mania. Yeah, it was all night. It was, like, people coming back. Paige did her mm-hmm. in-ring retirement. Yes, that's uh, right. We had the Iconics. No, no that, was that was SmackDown. Smackdown. That was a Smackdown after Mania. Um Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Up yeah, she's now ta- on Raw. And Tagged with Naya. Um we had oh what a what a, my terrible memory. There was just so much that happened that I'm like overwhelmed. Um Big Cast came back on Smackdown. Yeah. I'm just lumping the SmackDown and Raw after Mania together. Iconic Duo came to SmackDown. Um there was uh a bunch of people Jeff Hardy came back and fought and uh and and uh was was back on raw um and uh they had the tag team tournament for who would who would so Braun Strowman and nicholas relinquished the tag titles because of uh nicholas's nicholas school school he's in like grade school. So Braun was like, in a couple of years when he graduates high school, we're going to come back for these titles. So they had a little tournament. Ultimately, this is just, I'm just lumping together the last two weeks of Raw on this. Ultimately, the, you know, Revival was in there, Titus Royale was in there, but ultimately Matt Hardy and Woken Bray Wyatt win that tournament. So at the greatest Royal Rumble, they're going to compete for the the vacant Raw title tag team titles against the bar. Um, who were also drafted to SmackDown in the shakeup. So, what? I don't know. It's very confusing. Very confusing. Um, Big Cass came back on SmackDown. Uh, his feud is starting with Daniel Bryan, it appears. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, just I'm I'm lumping these past two weeks of Raw and SmackDown together. Miz was drafted over to to SmackDown. It appears that they're going to set up something between him and Daniel Bryan after the cast feud.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I think Shinsuke the smart booking. Yes. So Miz uh, was betrayed by the Miz Taraj.
1: I totally missed that the end of that Raw. By the way, I never got to see the betrayal. I don't know. How yeah, to, how so to, how to go down.
2: I mean, they were just in a. Ten, 10 man tag who was the who was the, who was the surprise 10th person bobby rude oh, okay um so yeah they he Miz reaches out for the tag uh axel just like jumps down from the apron starts to walk away he like looks all panicked reaches out for bo to tag bo jumps down walks away and then he's alone in the ring and gets squashed by Strowman, and that's the match um short sure. But, so, I think the smart, the smart booking would be that, um, Big Cass becomes, uh, Miz's, uh, Diesel. That'd be interesting. You know? And so, sure. you can, you can carry the whole Daniel Bryan feud across both of them. Sure. And he, like, starts with Big Cass and then gets to Ms. Sure. Um, and, uh, And it gives, it gives, uh gives Cass a mouthpiece again because sure. dude is not good on the mic. Sorry, guys. Bobby Lashley's on Raw, right? No.
1: <laughs> is he on SmackDown? Yeah. I thought he was a part of that match. I thought Kurt said he was part of that match.
2: Oh, right. He didn't get moved to SmackDown. I thought he got moved to SmackDown. No. Uh, no. So Chad, yes, Lashley... Gable
1: got moved to Raw. Sheldon Benjamin cut a heel promo about how he never needed him anyway. Uh-huh. Um... The bar got moved to SmackDown, which is so weird because they're going to be in that Raw Tag Team Championship match. Yeah, which kind of guarantees they're losing, I guess. Something. Um, I mean, I mean, it's fine that it goes to Wyatt and Hardy because they could use it and kind of build it up. Uh, Raw. Riot
2: Squad got put on Raw and Absolution, and got then moved Absolution to got moved to SmackDown
1: because since they have no general manager, the night after her in-ring retirement on Raw. It was announced that Paige is the new, new general, general manager, manager of SmackDown. Um, Paige here. Um, <laughs> I love that meme now. They, Paige here. They ran the the commercial at
2: WrestleMania for her new movie like five times.
1: Five times. Five times, five times, And times, that was just times.
2: during Mania. Yeah. They also did it a couple times during NXT. And then apparently they did it a couple times during the uh, uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. And, like, the commercial starts with her just looking, like, like, she looks dead. She looks, like, not alive. Yeah, no, I don't. They have, they have, clearly, WWE has amazing editors, because all of their video packages are amazing, but nobody thought to just trim the first two seconds off the top of that clip. And she just has, like, like dead eyes. And then she just goes,
1: "Page, Page here. here! And so that has become a meme, and I fucking love it. Um, But, yeah, I think she'll do great as general Oh, manager.
2: right. That happened last Uh-oh. week on SmackDown, uh-huh. is that uh, Carmella finally cashed in. Oh,
1: right. Carmella cashed in her money in the bank, and, and so wow. Asuka's streak losing meant nothing. They didn't even mention it. Charlotte came out to have her celebration that she won, and she was like, it was a dream match. It was a great match. Everything was great. It was magical. It was fucking Disney, you know? And they never mentioned the fact that they broke a 900-something-day streak. You know when Brock Lesnar beat Undertaker and ruined his streak at WrestleMania 30, it's all he talked about for a year, Mm -hmm. and and Charlotte didn't mention the streak once in her promo. And then Carmella cashed in after the Iconics came out. So there's that. And then this past week, you know, Carmella was celebrating, and Charlotte came out and was like, "Hey, I thought I told you, whatever." And uh, then she tagged with Becky against. Was the the icons that she tagged against or Carmella and one of them, mm-hmm. and it it's just I'm like, damn, dude, did we spend her feud for nothing? Sigler is uh, still, on
2: Raw, is on Raw, and and it's working with Bobby McIntyre or Drew, Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. Don't know why I call him Bobby. Bob, McIntyre. Oh, Bobby McIntyre, you remember old Bobby McIntyre? He works down at that
1: farm <laughs> down on the interstate. His dad, works at the gas station. Oh, Bobby Mac. Okay, uh, Drew McIntyre, which I think is an interesting. Uh, here's the thing. I think it's interesting to set it up to where it's kind of like what you were just saying, like a a Razor Ramon and Diesel situation. Mm -hmm. You've got giant Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, who's a great worker. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just hope it's not the kiss of death for Drew McIntyre's second (laughs) call-up. Yeah, it could be. Uh, Because usually the Ziggler feud is the death. But...
2: But he's not on the feud. But... What? They're out of team. Now that Jinder's also on Raw, all three of 3MB is on Raw, baby! Oh,
1: I want to see that so bad, mostly because I really want to see Jinder and Drew, who are both heels, just demolish. Or now
2: tough guy heels. Yeah,
1: demolish face Slater. And I really want them to do an angle where Slater's like, we're getting the band back together. I got kids. I need this band. And then Rhino's just like, I'll play bass. And Jinder's like, I was the bassist. I'm not a part of this anymore. I don't want to be part of it but I was the bassist, and he's like, I'll do drums. And drew was like, actually I was the drummer. I don't want to be part of this either, but uh, no, don't do any of this. Don't give them comedy gimmicks. No, no. What am I saying? I'm slipping into dun dun done. Anyway, fuck. please don't give them three and be back. That would be trash. Like one fleeting moment where they're all in a match together. would be funny. And then they like do the 3MB thing and then Jinder and Drew toss him out or something. But please don't go back to 3MB. There was a lot that did happen on this Raw and SmackDown. A lot of people moved. Um, Samoa Joe moved to SmackDown after cutting a dope promo on Raw on Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, so Samoa Joe... SmackDown, I think,
2: got the way uh, better SmackDown deal. got Jeff Hardy with his new US championship because he, he beat that off Jinder. On Raw, which
1: was... Uh, if you really look at it, SmackDown, kfabe really won the superstar show. Oh, absolutely! They got so many great people. Right? They got the bar. They got Miz back. They got the club. They got yeah. They got uh, Samoa Joe. So now they have Joe, Shinsuke, and AJ on that brand. Mm-hmm. And what did they give up? Shinder. Oh, and they're getting Sanity. Who's coming up? Yeah, they cut a promo for Sanity. They got big cast who could do good things. mm Hmm. Um. So yeah, the the shakeup was, was definitely interesting. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I missed in terms of people who came up or uh Andrade C and Ole Miss is coming to SmackDown. SmackDown, I mean, right? Huge. They, they got a stacked roster again. Like remember after the first shake up we went wow, Smackdown just completely stole all the great wrestlers. Uh-huh. Not those great sports entertainers necessarily, but the great wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh Bekeo and Sammy are on Raw. Um So, you know, Raw still has, you know, good indie wrestler people on there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's going to be interesting moving forward to see uh, what they do storyline with all this. You know, I I like the shakeup in terms of the fact they can give us fresh stories. And they didn't move so many people that, oh, my God, we're just getting the same stories on different. Like what happened with Dean Ambrose and The Miz when they both moved at the same time? Mm -hmm. That was sort of like well, what the fuck? We just watched this feud for yes. eight months, and now it's on Raw. Um, so I think that it's a, it is a good shakeup. I think we got a lot going for that. And they're building up towards Backlash now, but they're also building up for the greatest World
2: Royal Rumble, which is going to have 50 people in it. And
1: 50. here's the thing.
2: I said this. And seven championship matches. I had always said. And I know, a casket
1: and match. A casket. I had always said, man, I loved the, the idea of the 40-man Rumble, and I wish they brought it back because there's always it feels like the real rumble is a great size. It's uh, some would say perfect, the 30 man rumble. Mm-hmm. It's enough for a bunch of contenders, a bunch of return or debut or mm-hmm. or legend pops and some filler in there for people to get tossed out. And I was like with 40, you could put in a few more pops, mm-hmm. a few more surprise returns. Um but 50. Oh my god. It's going to be a shit ton of filler.
2: It's going to be a lot of dudes who are going over the ropes. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to be every tag team that's not <laughs> in, a ma- in a title the two match. title matches. Oh, my God. It's going to be. And you heard, and, and imagine if they announced a 50 women. I'm pretty sure level. Ray Mysterio. Well, they can have women in Saudi Arabia. All right. Well, they have women's matches, don't they? On the They're card? not having any women perform at Saudi Arabia. Hmm. They did that
1: other match in Dubai Abhi,
2: uh, yeah. where they, have, they, they just Abu had be co- Abu Dhabi where they yes. had to be covered up. Like They didn't have to be. They were. I I heard that they were told
1: that they just couldn't wear their normal outfits they needed NXT to
2: NXT did a show in the same area where they did that like in 2010 and they were in their regular gear. Okay. So whatever. It's just WWE blowing hot air up their asses when they were talking about that stuff. Sure. Um so no women matches. That'll be no women's at all.
1: I was going to say even if they had a 50 woman row. And Rumble, weirdly how, how, where enough, would get, where would they get talent? The
2: way from? that they're the way they're doing ticket sales is super weird. Go for it. Um, Tell me about it. Single men can only buy tickets farther back. The seats up close are only reserved for families. So like, okay, if you and I went, we wouldn't be able to sit <laughs> up close.
1: Did they explain why this is? Is it, is it a cultural thing?
2: I don't know, dude. This whole thing's so weird and it's going to be on the network. But tickets started at $2.
1: Hot damn. <laughs> so all we got to do is fly to, to Saudi Arabia, Saudi
2: Arabia and to Jeddah. It'll be
1: a it'll be a wash in terms of whether the tickets are cheaper or not. $2 <laughs> tickets with like a $1000 round trip flight. Um And so they also announced a casket match between Rusev
2: and, and The Undertaker. Undertaker,
1: and then Rusev cut a promo on TMZ. He was he was caught outside of I think an airport or a Predators game in Nashville, and he was like, "He's old. Undertaker's old, and nobody, you know, he can't hang with me in the ring, and I'm going to bury him in that casket." And because somebody backstage, de- my radiator
2: kicked on. It's fucking. So ugh, first off, so now hard. the speculation starts. So don't say because somebody backstage got mad. Okay, speculation. Because time. honestly. Another logical speculation I heard was that he just had travel issues and they were like, yeah, we booked this match. Oh, shit. Rusev doesn't have his fucking passport or some shit or didn't get a visa into Saudi Arabia. OK, well, we can't do that. And then they're like, oh, shit, we got it fast track. Now he's back. He can travel there. OK, we can go back to doing the card. And they kayfabe sure. around. The other the, the kayfabe explanation is that Lana didn't want him in it. She tweeted okay. out that she was like, "I don't want my husband in this match, and then that's and then that's later crazy. she yeah no, and then later she was like, after talking with him, I am agreeing that he can be in this match, sure the other fa explanation the other
1: speculative one is that his promo he cut on t m z ruffled some feathers, and that someone pulled him from the match, and Maurice or not Maurice, uh Michelle McCool was like, I don't like how he was disrespected." And then,
2: no, the, the Michelle McCool thing was again, this is people taking shit way out of context. Sure. Uh, she expressed like disgust at when she was talking about a TMZ article. However, the TMZ article headline said, I'm gonna kick his old ass, and he didn't say that, he just said, I'm sure. gonna bury him. Like, he cut a promo on it, right? But, So, what she said was like, some people are so dumb, referencing the fact, and she even followed up being like, I'm talking about the fact, like, the headline, put words in Rusev's mouth, not that I'm upset with it. But, people saw that first one, where, out of context, it looks like she's upset at what Rusev's saying, not at what the TMZ headline is saying. And so, that's, that's what people blew up about.
1: It's still real to me, damn it!
2: Um... No, well, the thing that bothers me is when people get uh, really worked up about something that is literally explained in the tweet above it, and is you're this, just like, you guys didn't even way, fucking read. Is this
1: your way of. First off, I'm working on my reading comprehension skills. How dare you call me
2: out on air? No, I've been. Working I'm not. On my I'm really not copy. calling you out on been air. Been However, really I'm calling hard. you out on air that you probably only know this story from a fucking meme that someone shared on a Facebook group. That is not true.
1: <laughs> that is not true. I do. I am a journalist. I am an ethical wrestler. Uh-huh. and I do my research. Uh huh. And some people were speculating that it's because people backstage had their feathers ruffled about the whole situation and pulled him, and then. Uh, booked Jericho for it, and then... Who
2: proceeded to like make the exact same promo, word for right, word. pretty
1: much. And then when everything either worked out or was cooled down, they put Rusev in. Either way, Rusev, with, in, a, in a 72-hour period, was like in the match, not, not in, in the, the match, match, and then in the match, match again. So he's going to get put in a casket by Undertaker. There's no real... Yeah, I mean... I really liked... Jericho's promo that he cut about it about how he's never lost a casket Uh match. That was interesting because WWE is the type of fucking troll that would have Jericho fucking win a casket match against Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. Rusev has no chance. Like, I love Rusev. He's going in that fucking casket with Jericho being like, I've never lost a casket match. I think it's because I don't think he's ever been in one, but he's never lost one. Yes. So, but anyway, we got a lot on that fucking card to look
2: forward to. Yes, Question every mark? single, every single men's championship is being defended. It's So crazy! It start the pre-show starts at eleven a.m. Friday, American East Coast time. It's intense. And also, we're still
1: building for Backlash and for this. And it's like, but it's so hard to build for Backlash when we don't know who's going to have any of the titles. Yeah. I don't know who AJ Styles is facing for the WWE Championship and Saudi Arabia. Uh, Roman is getting a rematch with Brock in, in a steel, cage, in a steel cage. And he might win there, which would be weird. But Brock's back full. Brock's not, well, not full time, but he's back. He signed a deal. So who fucking knows? There's been so much that's happened this last two weeks that honestly. My head is spinning from
2: it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any wrestling news? Uh, I have a ton. Go Let's see it. if I can do this chronologically. You start running down the list. I'm gonna get a quick drink of water. You start. running Jerry down the Lawler list. suffered a stroke while okay? having sex. Is he okay? <laughs> this happened before Mania. He recovered flawlessly and is and he showed up at Mania fine. So I was gonna I mean, say,
1: wait, this happened before Mania. Yes,
2: that's okay. But he had a stroke while having sex. I'm glad so I, it's the fine. most king story you That can... is
1: the only way it could be more Jerry the King Lawler is if they were like, he was having sex, and while he was like having his stroke, he yelled puppies. That's the only way it could be more Jerry.
2: Uh, Jericho is confirmed for the Rumble. Um...
1: Uh, greatest rumble. You forgot, great, greatest rumble.
2: Greatest Rumble! Uh, Scheduled to be a five-hour event, excluding pre-show for the Greatest Royal Rumble. Not
1: including the pre-show? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Fuck! It was at least pitched that Bray Wyatt would lead Sanity, but that doesn't look like it'll be the case. Oh, and also
1: in Sanity's video promo, no Nikki Cross.
2: Yes. Um... Some bigger news here as we work towards more recent stuff. Uh Nikki Bell and John Cena announced that they have separated as a couple.
1: He's been posting sad shit on Twitter and Instagram ever since, too. Also, I heard something about him having her sign some sort of insane like prenups. Prenup. It was like sick I think one of the headlines said it was like 70 page prenup or some shit.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, it definitely seems like She's like, I want to settle down and have kids. And he's like, I'm a super movie star now. It's already... I mean, um, it's, it sucks. Especially since, apparently, they had a date set up for, like, May 5th. For the wedding? Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but it's like, you know, it's two people who have varying
1: things that they want, you know? Yeah, I and mean, we- it's
2: better that they get it out now than after they're married
1: right you know I mean and it really sucks and you know people are going to make jokes about it and people are going to you know troll a la 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 like I knew they would never last but it's like she's at a part of her life where she's not really she's not really competing she's makes special appearances but she's wanting to like like Bree she wants to just settle down and like live a life now and John is just now getting to that part where he's getting mainstream movie gigs he's getting that rock treatment maybe light you know diet rock treatment you know and it's and hey but you know look where look mm-hmm. how the rock started rock started in similar things but more kids movies than than you know yeah he's in train wreck he's in that blockers movie looks mm-hmm. looks really good you know cena's starting to get acting he was ferdinand
2: mm-hmm. my
1: mother-in-law would not stop talking about how funny and awesome that ferdinand movie is to the point where oh, i right. might actually watch it i mean clearly it's a kids movie uh-huh. but you know i i it sucks but it is what it is dude what else you got Bab?
2: I got literally no news. Um, Aiden English shaved his head during Mania. He was what? in the Royal Romb- he was in the battle royal with hair, and then he introduced Rusev for the fatal four way without hair. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> that's that's fucking awesome. Um Let's see, Zack Ryder's on Raw, Mojo Rawley's on Raw, uh-huh. who cares? Oh,
1: I will say this. One moment that we did not talk about. Mike
2: Canellis I- is on Raw, Ascension is on Raw, oh, yeah, Breezango's on, on Raw. Raw. I did want to throw
1: this out there real quick. One of the fucking best moments for me at Mania was, I love Zack Ryder to death. I fucking love Zack Ryder. In that Men's Battle Royale, he set up his bro-ski, kick, broski boot, and he did the woo, woo, woo. He starts charging across the ring. To hit it, and out of nowhere, fucking Mojo Raleigh comes charging and hits him with that shoulder tackle mm-hmm. that launched him out of the ring. That moment was so well timed and out of really, truly out of nowhere, and I fucking loved it. I just want to give a shout out to that
2: moment. um what else you got? One of the biggest things in a long time, uh, Renee did a backstage segment. At this past SmackDown, and actually tossed back to the announcers. Yes, How I about I that? couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was honest to God surprised. Um,
1: other big news. Uh, what do you got?
2: Anything? Anything uh, big? Glow returns June twenty ninth on Netflix.
1: Nice. Maybe we, can, maybe we can get another interview. Um, if you didn't check that out, you can search for it. Bob interview. And then and the people from GLOW. Uh, the
2: great. latest news, um, sad news to end oh. with here, uh, the passing of true legend uh, Bruno Sammartino the man the man's life is a crazy story uh do yourselves a favor and look it up the the guy was born in italy his dad left to america to start uh raising money for their family to come over and then the nazis came and so he grew up in nazi occupied italy constantly hiding from the nazis apparently at one point in time he lived up in the mountains and his mom would have to make a 24 hour trek into the village to get supplies and make a 24-hour trek back, meaning that the kids were alone for up to 48 hours at a time. And this was all before he was 10 years old, Corey. It's crazy. Uh and then he finally makes it to America and becomes uh the longest reigning WWE champion of all time, uh, something that is never going to be surpassed. He never. held the belt for like seven and a half years. Yeah. Like four thousand plus days. That's why CM Punk's thing was the longest of the quote unquote modern
1: era, because you couldn't you could never challenge Bruno's, you know, tenure yeah. as a champion.
2: And so, I mean, also, one of the one big of the-
1: dude. I know that it's an understatement compared to all the, you know, horrors of his childhood and, and the and the struggles to make in America. But also, just want to throw this out there:
2: big man, prototype of the big man in wrestling. Oh yeah, no, and and uh, so the guy's a legend. Uh, he got inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame after patching up his uh, personal issues with the company yep. in uh, 2013, I believe. Yep. And uh, so, a true legend. Uh, sad to see you go, Bruno. You lived a hell of a life. Yeah, man.
1: I mean, Bruno is fantastic. And uh, he'll definitely be missed. He, he uh, Ever since patching things up, he. I think he did a table for three. Um, And he's been a part of the company for the past few years. Um, all of his archive stuff is on the network. Make sure to check that out. Um, it's definitely a different style. I would say that when you go back and watch old WWE tapes when they were WWF and WWWF, um, it's definitely different. But do mm-hmm. yourself a favor and sit down and watch some of those matches because the storytelling and the in-ring psychology was was great back then. They knew how to really... They, the, the faces would get cheers, the heels would get boos, and
2: it was very good you know for the time what the style was wrestling also I, he's the reason why uh bruno mars is named bruno fun facts and that's a rap fact <laughs> all right everybody
1: anyway i gotta get packed, i i'm flying to florida in like less than 24 hours i gotta get boogie woogie you're on the clock i gotta get back to work anyway we we got this out sorry for the delay you were in iceland I
2: was in Iceland. You said it was that, a wonderful trip.
1: You said it was a beautiful country, and, your, and the food was not what you enjoyed. It was not for me. Because you don't like seafood. I do not care but for you seafood. You like hot dogs. And they love their
2: hot dogs over there.
1: Some other time, we need you to tell the, the people listening at home about Iceland. Uh-huh. But that day is not today. Not today. You can follow Bob on Twitter, at Bob Feckety. You can follow me on Twitter, at CB Point Extra and ladies and gentlemen it warms me in my core to say <sighs> you can follow both of us on Facebook and on Twitter at small package POD that's POD like the band POD <laughs> once again at small S-M-A-L-L package P A C K A G E P O D, which stands for podcast but is the initials of the band boom also, I'm closing out today's show with a POD song. Anyway, if you follow us on Facebook, we post whenever we go to like live wrestling events and stuff. If you hit us up on Twitter, we will read that shit on the show. Shout out to Phil and KT for being good sports. and, and Big wins by Phil. And also shout out to everybody who came to WrestleMania this year. It was a great event at to Point next year. I'm going to get going to Florida. You're going to get back to work. But you can catch us. We'll be back next week, we promise. Right here to talk about wrestling on the Small Package podcast hit them with it bob
2: small pack boom here comes the boom ready in
0: but know that a kid like me Could take his mic around the world And flash the big ass dinghy And rock the masses From Madrid to Calabasas Tijuana, Mexico, the devils in Tokyo Say they know me though Cause I'll be putting in work Commit my life to rebirth Well respected cause that's my word And I'm sure you heard About a new sound going round. She might have left my hood But she was born in my town You didn't know how we was doing the scene but it's alright, it's alright I know you know I see you smiling at me Ready or not, here comes the boys from the south here comes the Ready or not, how you like me now? I say, we're the sound south, so what you talking about? I'm not running out my mouth, I know this without a doubt Cause if you know these streets, then these streets know you And when it's time, no handle know what to do do. Me and my crew, we stay true Old school and new Many will call, but the chosen a few We we rise to the top, what you want Just in case you forgot Rush the stage, grab my mind Show me what you got You didn't know how we was doing to see it's alright, it's alright I know you know I see you smiling at me But it's alright, it's alright Here comes the Ready or not Here comes the boys from the south